Hello and welcome to another episode of These Low Moments Podcast. Got another good one for you here, folks. Uh, had the pleasure of doing this podcast with Alex Rosen Fitness from alexrosenfit.com. Uh, and we talk about the top three reasons why you should not work out. And we get into specifically three different brackets of why you should not work out, break each of them down and give you specific uh, advice on what you should do when you should work out. So really hope you enjoy the episode and I'll see you in there. Hello and welcome to another episode of These Little Moments Podcast. I'm your host, your online health and wellness coach, Ryan Cassum. And we got a good episode here for you today, folks. A great episode here. I have Alex Rosen Fitness here from uh, alexrosenfit.com. Also on Instagram at alexrosenfitness. Why don't you Thanks for having me. Hey. I, I really appreciate that intro. Hey. I feel like I'm on a 1930s radio show. Uh, I say that. Well, welcome yeah. to the show. Uh, where you been? Uh, what you been up to? It's very uh, transatlantic. <laughs> so where you been? What you been up to? Working. Working. <laughs> Working all the time. Mm. <laughs> Hoping you move into the support. Hey, he sure did, folks. Him. And a, and uh, I don't remember their names. I, I just remember Lasha. <laughs> All I remember is Lasha, and he wasn't even there. Um, that's a story for another day, folks. That's a story for another day. We got a we got a good episode today for you, folks. We got the top three reasons to not work out, and we uh, we were kind of brainstorming what subjects to do, and this one kind of came to mind because it's not really talked about a lot. In terms of uh, the fitness space, most people are trying to tell you to work out, but we're going to tell you when you actually shouldn't. Yeah. What's number one? <laughs> I just want to dive into it, huh? Okay, we're going to dive You're right sick. Into it. You're sick, man. Speaking of being a sick man, the number oh. one reason to not work out on our list is oh. if you are sick. What a good guy. <laughs> you like that for a I second? I thought you were going to say that. I was sick. I'm not sick. I'm healthy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. All right, so that was such a perfect segue. It still is. It still is. Um, so, num number one. So, top three reasons why you should not work out. Number one, you're sick. Yes, and sick is a. It's on a scale, right? There's yeah. a big difference between very sick and a head cold. Yeah, because there's absolutely versions of being sick that you can and maybe should work out through mm -hmm. um you know if you are contagious if you feel like absolutely awful you know like running a fever that type of thing mm -hmm. don't work out like listen to your body but there's a big difference between that and waking up with like an itchy throat and like you know kind of like those mild head mm -hmm. cold symptoms that you get maybe once a month or so because mm -hmm. you just slept poorly there's a big difference between the yeah. two and i think and you can speak to this as well but i definitely have had clients that have used very mild sickness you know to, yeah. as a reason to not work out as almost like a, a crutch something to point to or it's like oh well X, Y, and Z happened in my day. Plus, I don't feel really well, so mm -hmm. I didn't get my workout in, or I didn't sleep really well, so I didn't want to work out. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've had similar experiences. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think one preference 
always consult your doctor if you're really feeling sick, especially in these yeah. COVID times. We are not doctors. We are not yeah. doctors, but always consult your doctor if it's it's if you're think there's more to it, um, or even if you don't, whatever. Remember, we are trainers giving our experiences, our advice. Um, so take it with that in mind. Uh, in terms of like people using it as a crutch, yeah, I mean, I've had clients who've used it's raining outside yeah. <laughs> and they won't show up to a training session. The right type of person will find any excuse to never work out. And vice versa, the right Absolutely. type of person will find any reason to work out, yes, right? exactly. Um, Two extremes that I think we're going to touch on. Absolutely. So um, I, I would say this. what My rule of thumb for being sick and working out has always been like generally anything neck up symptom-wise, you should be relatively okay in terms of working out obviously chest down um usually more severe issues like breathing problems congestion anything like that um however i think it also needs to be said how like we say okay uh this person might feel mild symptoms but we all have our our own scales when it comes to like working out so like i know that i'm gonna feel like absolute crap when like my eyes are really like heavy and itchy and like I could feel something a little bit in my throat. And I know that just from experience, I could get through a workout, but I'm going to feel like absolute dog crap the following day. So I actually won't work out because I know that I should prioritize my rest like right away. Right. And I definitely think it, this is one of those weird ones because like Ryan said, we all have a sliding scale of like what our tolerances are for being sick. Like not all of us are, Michael Jordan flu game mm-hmm. level, you know, dedication to getting a workout in and that on the extreme can be an issue. Um, but I think understanding your body and knowing what is and isn't good for it and good for people around you. Like I really want to emphasize, like, especially mm-hmm. nowadays, don't go into a gym if you feel sick of yeah. any kind nowadays, especially, but understanding the difference between, okay, I was going to go for a two mile run today Mm -hmm. and I woke up and, you know, I had trouble getting the kids ready and X, Y, and Z happened in the morning. And the cherry on top of it all is, well, you know, my head kind of bothered me when I woke up or I was a little, you know, my throat was itchy, that type Mm -hmm. of thing. And you can, it's really easy to use that as an excuse sometimes to not work out um, when maybe you can, but really trying to like listen to your body and understand that. And I'm sure it took you several feeling like dog crap workouts Mm -hmm. to realize, okay, when I feel this way, I shouldn't work out. Like you're not just going to necessarily know when you should and shouldn't. I also, it's, this is such a, I didn't even think about this, this is such an interesting topic, like right now during COVID, because it's just like, you show symptoms of any, kind, right. Like, stay home. Stay home. <laughs> yeah. But that's like so weird. Cause like normally when I'm giving this advice, I'm realizing that. I yeah. It's crazy. Right. That, yeah. Some, but someone will listen to this in two years and they'll be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was kind what of being, is COVID? Yeah, COVID huh? But uh, it's so interesting. Cause it's like, yes, we, we gave this advice in 2019. But since COVID, it's like any symptom you exhibit, stay home. However, doesn't mean you still can't hit a home workout or anything like that. So it's still relevant in that aspect. Mm-hmm. It's just we really need you to be more mindful of like other people now yeah, more so than nowadays. ever. It's like if you show symptoms of yeah. any kind, 
it's just it's so goofy to it's crazy i know it's wild because of, of covid don't go into a gym don't go around people <laughs> do that get a test you know be smart but don't be a loser, don't be a loser at the same time. <laughs> you're gonna lose gays no. <laughs> no. that's wild i didn't even think about that but i mean okay so if we did give it like this day and age like obviously we need to be more mindful of people so it doesn't mean that you can't work out still obviously we recommend you stay home just because this day and age we want to be mindful of other people and their safety and their wellness but if you have the awareness and like everything we just said advice wise you can still hit that workout at home you know barring that you feel well enough and all these things that we literally just covered so it doesn't mean you can't work out at all just be more mindful of people and yeah that's essentially yeah and i feel like we kind of gave you a bunch of reasons to work out yeah when you're sick um but being sick is a serious reason to not work out right. to touch on the extreme that we kind of talked about that there are personalities out there that both of us have worked with um yeah. in the past where you know the dedication and dedication kind of disguise dis- fear disguised as dedication mm-hmm. of missing a workout when maybe you should take it off is also important to note here. And that's why it's on our list of reasons to not work out is because, you know, if you're the type of person who's like, well, I cannot miss a workout. I've, you know, hit every workout for the past month and I woke up and I feel awful, but I can't miss today because if I miss today, I'm going to lose all the progress that Mm -hmm. I made leading up to today. First off, that's not the case. And secondly, that is a good reason to not work out. Right. Absolutely. And just, and just remember that, you know, you could set yourself back even more and affect future workouts by trying to push through something. And we're going to go through a whole list of things you should not push through, which essentially why we're doing that is because we don't want you to miss future workouts. Uh, because when you start affecting your long-term progress <laughs> for short-term progress, that's when it becomes a problem. Uh, because short-term results mean nothing if you're not maintaining, sustaining what you're trying to build towards. Um, so that's something which we're, we're trying to get at. Um, but that's essentially our advice for if you're feeling sick. So now I think the next thing that we're talking about, which everybody goes through, if you ever lifted or ever worked out or anything like that, you've been injured, right? And injuries happen. They're almost inevitable when you work out, Mm -hmm. whether they're minor or significant, um, injuries happen. Uh, and the classic thing that people tend to do is they're like, should I work out? if x right and you know there's there's a few ways uh that you should almost go about workouts when it comes to injuries why don't you start us off with some of them yeah i mean you can always work around an injury you know um and and you should you should Mm -hmm. always work around an injury you shouldn't work through an injury Mm -hmm. uh right off the bat that that is the biggest thing the easiest way to hurt yourself more is to push through pain. You know, mm-hmm. this isn't, you know, a gold medal Olympic run where you got to like, you have to finish because your whole life is dedicated to this. You know, this is pushing through that extra rep of your bench press when you feel serious pain in your shoulder, mm-hmm. like that type of thing. Always listen to your body, especially when you're getting serious pain signals. Um, and, and there's a difference between like nagging issues mm-hmm. Um and like a serious acute injury but injuries can always be worked around and they should Mm -hmm. always be worked around not worked through right and in terms of like 
how do you know, like when you're injured, like how do you know if this is an acute injury or a serious injury that always recommend like going to a doctor. So like whether it's a physical therapist, um, you know, whether I'm blanking on the doctors for muscle injuries, like an orthopedic, orthopedic, um, you know, it's always a good thing. This is, I mean, we've all been there too. Like you've, you've been to the hospital when you thought when you hurt, when you were at a sore chest and you thought, yeah, when I, when I was 16 years old, we had a uh, weight bench in my basement and I, the only exercise I knew was bench press. So I would go mm-hmm. and I would bench for like 50 sets a day. And the next day I woke up with this horrible chest pain mm-hmm. and I was 16 year old and he was convinced that I was having a heart act, heart attack. And I made my parents take me to the ER and I had just overworked my chest to the point where the uh, cartilage and, um, you know, the insertion point of my ribs into my sternum had become so inflamed by it, um, which is just stupid. Your sternum looked great. It looked great. You should have seen how jacked Best my it's ever sternum looked. was. Right. But, you know, that that was like a, a stupid thing yeah. to do. And, you know, I had to go see a doctor for it. But, like, right. there was no way of knowing if I was seriously injured or if I was just fine, mm-hmm. which I, I, I was, I just had to rest for like a week or so. Um, but I would always, you know, if you have access to an, you know, insurance that covers it and that type of thing, like always go see an orthopedist or get imaging done. If you can, mm-hmm. you know, the amount of people that have slight rotator cuff tears mm-hmm. is insane that yeah. I, I've trained. Um, and the only way that you know, you know, like, oh, I have a tear in my, my meniscus. Like, that's what that knee pain is, you know, or, you know, it kind of hurts when I move my shoulder overhead and that while well, you actually have a torn rotator cuff, you know, you're that's not something that a trainer can diagnose for you. Mm-hmm. They may be able to help you work around it, but like, go see a doctor and right. really make sure that you're getting actual solid advice. Right. And to add to that, your trainer should not diagnose you. So. Yeah, don't ever. And if your trainer me. listen to this, do not diagnose someone because that is legal troubles 101. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so to, to kind of go along with that, I've had significant injuries. I've, I've had a torn labrum in my shoulder, which required surgery, actually. Um, I've had, you know, I've had, and then I've had like, I've hurt my low back. I've had like literally when my back spasmed, I've had like, issues where it has forced me to take a step back and be like, okay, I need to prioritize rest. I need to, uh, not do legs or I need to only do pole movements because push movements bother my shoulder or hurt my chest or the case may be. You're going to have these injuries that come along as you live and as you go about exercising and the smart thing to do is always to, if you can work around your injuries, uh, next thing you could do is making sure you're prioritizing your rest, making sure you're not trying to push through anything that's going to delay the healing process. And then also don't be afraid to lower the weight Mm -hmm. and still move your body in a way that does not bother your injury. Um, so you're still getting some sort of movement in the don't like (laughs) it's, you might think you're losing progress, but what you're actually doing is you're still able to move the body. You're able to get blood flowing to that area, um, but you're just not making the injury any worse, which is really important. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, times where you can definitely work around an injury. Like if you broke your toe, 
you should still probably be able to do all of your upper body workouts right. and that type of thing. Like some of it's fairly common sense in terms of it, but, but some things are a little more nuanced. You know, if you mm-hmm. have, you know, a little issue with your, you know, around your patella and your knee, you, there are exercises if you're working with a good trainer or a good physical therapist where you can still use those muscles, you can still strengthen there um, and work to strengthen around an injury, like locally around an injury around the mm-hmm. body. But those are things that I would not recommend you a self-diagnose or right. be self-program. Right. Absolutely. Always make sure that you're doing the right thing, especially when it comes to injuries, because, you know, pushing through an injury is just, you're just borrowing, you know, essentially you're borrowing happiness from future you Mm -hmm. by just leaning into that short term. Oh, I got to get through this. I got to do this. You're just making things more difficult for you in the future. And you're the only one that really loses here. Right. So if you got an injury, you can work around the injury. (laughs) Don't work through it. (laughs) You're the only one. You're the only one. You suffer. That's me. I forget where I pulled it. There's like a, a loose paraphrase, and I don't even know if I can find a quote on this. It was essentially, don't bother. Like, don't bother. It's about drinking. Oh. How, how when you get drunk, this is a dare program. You're, borrow, you're borrowing happiness from future you. Like you may have the most happy, fun time of your life. Don't do drugs. <laughs> when did this become a dare program? This is about you. Actually. Just say no. Broken record. Okay. <laughs> That's what I want. That's where I pulled that deep quote from. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's go into our last yeah, one. <laughs> let's skid right into Damn, the Damn program's three. over, Officer Irosen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the last one that we have, we, we kind of branched into two uh, parts of it, but the last one is overtraining. So uh, this is a reason why you should not work out. And why don't you start with the physical effects, and then I'll kind of dive into maybe the mental aspects. Yeah, I think when we talk about overtraining, there's usually this, we see this with people who are really overzealous or just really ready to dive into a program. They get really motivated to work out and they feel like, oh, I want to work out every day. I love doing it. I'm just going to go, go, go. And they just run their body to the ground really quickly because you got to think like, and we say this to our clients all the time, but rest is so important. Like recovering is so important. You can't expect to grow, you know, in any physical capacity if you don't rest. If you're constantly providing stimulus to your muscles in a way that is just physically taxing, you're you're not going to be able to recover, which is going to inhibit future performance and just make you feel bad. And mm-hmm. it can it can lead to things like illness and injury, like mm-hmm. the first two things on our list. Mm-hmm. So there, when we talk about the physical effects of overtraining, you know, there's a difference between being sore and having delayed onset muscle soreness, like DOMS and that mm-hmm. type of thing, and like really pushing yourself too hard, like actually feeling serious pain or like serious fatigue in the muscle. Like if you're not able to properly you know, move through a range of motion or like fully contract your muscles in a range of motion, you may be doing too much. And mm-hmm. a lot of understanding whether you are or aren't doing too much comes like down to your workout programming. That's mm-hmm. why it's really important to work with a coach or at least get a program from somebody that you know and trust and that type of thing before the we started recording. We were talking about frequency versus 
volume, which could be a whole other podcast Ryan mm-hmm. can do on here um, in the in the future. But understanding why your workouts are what they are and what you're doing during those workouts and what days you aren't doing any workouts is very important because like I said, overtraining from a physical standpoint can absolutely lead to injuries. It can lead to sickness and lead to a whole host of just not enjoyable things. Um, so if you are overtraining, if you're just working out every single day of the week, eh, that's probably a good sign that you should, you should take some, some time off. Mm -hmm. I would say when I, when I've noticed, um, in the past when I used to overtrain it, so I used to work out six days a week. I, my split when I was really experienced this feeling was like a push pull legs, but six days a week. Um, and what I felt was I lost my mojo for working out. So I like, I did not, I was not looking forward to workouts at all. Mm-hmm. Like I was dragging through workouts and this was a direct result because I was overtraining and not prioritizing recovery. Um, and I can, I'll transition to the mental aspects of that in a little bit. Um, but essentially what you need to remind yourself too is that you're not building muscle when you're working out. You're actually tearing your muscle, um, making micro tears when you're working out. And what people forget is they think that more is better. But in fact, your reco- your recovery is just as important as your actual workouts. And if you are not prioritizing your recovery, then you're not going to make the most efficient and optimal progress from your workouts. Especially if your workouts are, you know, insanely intense. You know, if your your cardio your idea of cardio is strictly serious hit work. Like serious training requires serious recovery. Mm-hmm. And I as coaches, neither of us take that lightly at all. Right. But we've also been idiots and have done absolutely. it. <laughs> I think it's absolutely worth noting that, like, this, I can even say as early as this summer, yeah. I, I ran my body into the ground, mm-hmm. um, just working out all the time, partly because there was nothing to do for yeah. a while. We could, we were working out like just insane amounts, yeah. um, because we enjoy doing it. Like, we are not immune to these things. Like, we're not yeah. sitting on a pedestal, you know, looking down at people who make mistakes. Like, we, yeah. we have, you know, worked out when we shouldn't have when we were sick. Yeah. Both worked through injuries when we shouldn't. And we've both absolutely overtrained the crap out of our bodies. Yeah. Before. Yeah. So we're essentially like your parents when we're like, we're like, oh, you shouldn't date that guy. And you're like, why? You're like, because I've dated someone just like them. And you're like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. So it's kind of like we're trying to be your parents and trying to get you to do something that we've already had that life, life lesson for so that you don't make the same mistakes and you can prioritize your time better and see more optimal results rather than doing what we used to do. Exactly. Old bunch of old gazers here. Exactly. But, but basically to go along with what I was saying before in terms of, uh, you know, the mental aspects of overtraining, you know, like I said, I kind of lost uh, my motivation for working out because I was doing it so frequently that I was not looking forward to workouts anymore, which kind of you know, someone already completely defeats the purpose of why you start working out in the first place, because it's something that you take on, you enjoy, you enjoy seeing results from. But when that mojo goes away of, of actually enjoying the process, um, then it makes doing it a lot harder and being consistent a lot harder. And that's not to say motivation is something you rely on when you're trying to work out, because we all know it's not. However, when you are 
not looking forward to your workouts consistently months over months, then there's something you need to address. And, and it could be the fact that you're just doing too much and reducing the frequency in which you train per week would probably be a good idea in terms of helping you mentally. I think the other aspect is a lot of people tend to overtrain because they're training out of fear. And what I mean by that is people tend to train more because they feel like they'll get fat if they're not training as much. If they feel like they're not doing something, maybe they're not optimizing muscle growth or maybe they're, uh, again, trying to run away from the overweight version of them that they used to identify themselves as. Um, So these are things you want to keep in mind of why is it that you feel the need to, whether it's work out twice a day when you're not an athlete, um, whether it's working out every day, uh, whether it's working out of punishment or anything like that. These are things you want to make sure you're being mindful of, of what your intention is when it comes to training and making sure that this overtraining isn't a direct result of your intention being out of fear or your intention being uh, that you want to make more progress and you think that uh, doing more equals that. Do you have anything you want to touch on for that? Yeah, I think all the reasons that all three of these things, the reason we're making a list of top three reasons to not work out is because, I mean, essentially they're all rooted in the same thing. The only reason that you would work out when you're really, really sick, the only reason you would work out when you know you had a serious injury or the only reason you would work out even though you know you've just completely overtrained your body and you're just completely run down is usually out of fear it comes from that place like ryan said of feeling like well if i miss this workout then i'm going to be the person i was before i started working out or i haven't missed a workout in a month and if i miss a workout then i'm going to lose all the progress i made and you know, it's this finding the what, where that is rooted in and why you have that fear and recognizing that fear it is going to be huge for just your overall long-term sustainable progress. Mm-hmm. And one thing we, we both say all the time, and you've heard me say on this podcast all the time, is, you know, we're not aiming for you to be perfect because perfect doesn't exist and it's often used as an excuse. Uh, we just want you to be consistent and, and consistent again, does not mean hundred percent consistent means like you're getting a majority of it done, like 80, 70 to 90%, right? Because this isn't something we want you to go all in for. Like most people do the first couple of weeks, they start something and then they stop because they no longer want to do this thing because they ran themselves in the ground for two weeks. So we want to make sure that it's something you're consistent with because that's what really yields, yields results over time. And we want to make sure that you actually enjoy the process rather than creating this uh, maybe negative perspective on exercise because you you tried to like drill sergeant yourself the first couple of weeks. So this is what we mean by like overtraining with and why you should and should not uh, do workouts when you're sick, why you should should not work out when you're injured. And, and specifically, if you find yourself overtraining, um, could you give like a clear cut definition of maybe what do we of what like overtraining would be? Like what that would feel like or what or that would maybe let's go into like maybe what and you already did symptoms wise, maybe like a definition of overtraining. I mean, overtraining would be when you're providing so much stimulus to your muscles. And that's not just your muscles, right? Like your body works 
in conjunction with other symptoms or s- systems within the body, you know, you can have uh, nervous system fatigue, mm-hmm. um, in addition to your actual muscular fatigue and, and that type of thing. And, you know, I, I think it's a hard feeling to describe almost that like fogginess, mm-hmm. um, kind of like <clears throat> brain fog, just kind of feeling just out of it, so to speak. Um, it's kind of hard to pin down because I think a lot of people experience it in different ways terms of like a hard and fast definition of that um but that general feeling of just being run down being you know overstimulated Mm -hmm. in a physical sense Mm -hmm. yeah um so yeah that's that's essentially the top three reasons why you should not work out is there anything Mm -hmm. else you'd like to add I would say that, and I don't know if, I know you give your clients like mental challenges Uh type stuff. Um, I have with some of my clients who have encountered this type of mindset, that fear-based approach of if I miss a workout, I'm going to lose all my progress, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. I have, when this has come up with clients of mine, I have made their challenge to purposefully miss workouts. Mm -hmm. So they know that they're going to be okay or not purposely miss purposely program fewer workouts mm-hmm. than they think they need just to prove to themselves. So a lot of the time it's, it's one thing to sit and listen to two guys who do this for a living, talk about strategies and stuff like that and definitions. It's another to actually put it in practice yourself. So if you are listening to this and you're like, yes, that is me. I've done all of those things. I would challenge you to force yourself to take some time off. I'm not saying take a, a week or two off, but you know, if you already worked out four or five times this week and you were planning on going a sixth and seventh day, don't go, you know, mm-hmm. like recognize that in yourself and try to make actual strides to get over that hump. Yeah. And even like I've been sick for two weeks and I haven't worked out for two weeks. You had your bout with hypothyroidism where you were not able to work out for like months like a year yeah didn't work out so and look where you are now so it's so insanely I, insanely handsome and handsome and, yeah. and muscular yeah um but yeah so i mean we're we're prime examples of like when you prioritize the long term over the short term it's all going to work out so that's really what we want to remind yourself thank you for listening if you want to find alex you could find him at alex rosen fitness on instagram and at alexrosenfit.com Please leave a five-star review relevance to the podcast, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of These Little Moments Podcast. If you enjoyed it, again, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to find Alex, you can find him at Alex Rosen Fitness on Instagram and alexrosenfit.com. If you would like to work together one-on-one for online health and wellness coaching, you can apply for coaching at bodybarrying.com slash coaching. Again, thank you so much for listening. Super grateful for your support, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out, guys. Thank you.